Hey guys, welcome back to the Lip Podcast. My name is Esther and I'm here with my lovely co-host. Hey everyone, my name is Chelsea. Hey girl. And Lit stands for Living in Truth. And today, um, before we get into our topics, I have a question for you, Chelsea. Hit it. (laughs) How would you describe the feeling of being in love in one word? Mm. Uh, (laughs) I don't know if I know the feeling of being in love with like... A significant other for real mm-hmm. but let's say jesus let's use that route okay. that was easy um the ability to just be f- to be who you are the freedom to just be you without any boundaries mm-hmm. without feeling like someone's judging you or someone's like looking at you sideways but just be able to be free yeah i would say that's the feeling of being in love mm-hmm. i like that I would agree in terms of Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. So my question to you is, what would your younger self not believe about your life today? That's a good question. (laughs) Um, I would say, um, I guess it's how much I love myself now. Um, Because growing up, I didn't, Mm. I didn't even understand what that meant when I was a child. But I think as I've gotten older, um, my relationship with myself has been something that's blossomed into something healthy. Um, And I really didn't think that I would be able to foster like healthy relationships or friendships, I guess, because of how I felt about myself friendships not really relationships yeah um but yeah being able to love myself enough um to be in a relationship Mm, that's good (laughs) yeah so that's cool that's that's something i wouldn't have believed as a child as a little girl maybe like in high school or something Mm -hmm. that's good that's real Alrighty, so our topic for today is being delusional. Be delusional. Be delusional. <laughs> yeah, so we've been seeing this on social media. I think Chelsea actually showed this to yeah, me. Yeah, everyone's been seeing everyone's take on what their life has been with being delusional on TikTok. Yeah, so it's very interesting. When I first heard about it, I was very conflicted because what... Like why I, I didn't understand why people were using that word in particular, mm. um, because delusional has such a serious meaning to yes, it. Yes, I even have the definition. Okay, yes, pulled girl. up. Let us know what does delusional <laughs> mean. Delusional means all right. It's characterized by or holding idiosyncratic, which basically means weird or peculiar mm-hmm. beliefs or impressions that are not that are contradicted by reality or rational <clears throat> argument typically as a symptom of mental disorder hmm. yeah it's that mental disorder <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like what i don't know it's why are people probably talking about being delusional mm. when there are people who are delusional that don't want to be <laughs> yeah that's true they're trying to get rid of this disorder and how to come against it but everyone seems to 
like the idea of calling it upon themselves. Right, 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 right. Which happens a lot in culture yeah. and society and stuff. But yeah, I think the whole idea, so the whole idea behind society's view of being delusional is basically you believing that something or you're, what you're incapable of can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, the impossible is possible. Mm-hmm. Um, don't act like there's limitations or limits to whatever you want to do because there's not. Just act, act like anything can happen essentially um but the tiktok you sent me the girl Mm -hmm. was saying that being realistic and having honesty led to stagnancy in our life which i thought was very interesting um do you agree with that being real oh mm, yeah i would say so I, i don't think everything can you can't be realistic about everything i agree but in terms of what though like she said Wait, the question was that her being realistic with everything in life led to stagnancy. Yeah, she said being realistic and honesty, being honest with herself, I guess, led to stagnancy. So I could see why. I could see why. why? I mean, because <laughs> it's not operating in faith, I would say. Like, yeah. At least from a Christian standpoint, you can't really get anything or the things you want and the things you pray for. Mm-hmm. I don't. You can't get them outside of faith. Right. And that's what we were, that's kind of what we were leading towards. Like, it's not that you should be delusional. Yes. It's that you should have faith. Yeah. yeah. And that's different. Right. Um, and I think people, people are always going to find ways to turn it, twist it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Find counterfeit versions of things <laughs> that God really wants us right. to have. But that's really just what it is. You just, just have faith. You, you're telling people to have faith. Yeah. To believe that. Preaching the gospel without even knowing. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> but of course we can't say, we can't say that. Oh, have faith in God. No, nobody's going to go around saying that. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, I think it's silly. <laughs> I don't think we should be telling people to be delusional, but we should be encouraging people to believe. Honestly, just believe in yourself. Believe that you can mm-hmm. do what you put your mind to, um, but also have faith that um, God can exceedingly abundantly above anything we can mm. ask think or imagine <laughs> um yeah and i have this verse in hebrews about faith hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 that says faith shows the reality of what we hope for it is the evidence of things we cannot see through their faith the people in the days of the old earned a good reputation so um faith is the evidence of things we cannot see. So believing that um, things can happen even though you can't see it, it's not feasible, you can't touch it. Um, just trusting that what you have faith in will come to pass. Yeah. Um, and that is not delusion. Let's not get a twist. Yeah, that's not delusion. I think the, um, the sentiment behind it, I get it, but people will never... And I think that it... That's what it means when it's like it shows the difference between like unbelievers and mm-hmm. believers. Because mo- at least most of the people who were like, well, I-, I saw a few people who were Christian, you know, stitching the video, but it wasn't much. <laughs> but majority of people are probably would not categorize them as Christians. Mm-hmm. But you know, the Bible also says the wisdom of the world is foolish to God. Right. Like what the world calls smart, God calls stupid. Mm-hmm. So. You know, to unbelievers, this is what it is. But God's always—it's always, always going to be anti, 
you know, anti-God to whatever they uplift is will always mm-hmm. be anti-God. Yeah, I get that. And I get, I guess I get the idea behind it. Like mm-hmm. you, in terms of like what she said, like being realistic. Because mm-hmm. sometimes when you're realistic with yourself, you mm-hmm. can place limits on yourself. And That's true. It's like you're not trying to believe that you can... Um, push further or go further like let's say for example you failed all your exams in your class and you have the final coming up and your goal is to get an A (laughs) to (laughs) pass the class and get at least a C in the class um you being realistic with yourself you might say like oh this is not possible like I'm not gonna get this A (laughs) there's no way I can get an A in this class Mm -hmm. uh, or A on this final I failed all the other exams but um being delusional or being having faith um you could tell yourself like no nah, i'm gonna get a on this final right and i'm gonna <laughs> get score high enough to pass this class um and that's just you having faith in yourself right. plus doing the work also because faith without works is dead dead um but yeah if you try to study um you spend time pull some all-nighters um maybe lock yourself in your room don't go out but really just focus you can do it, but being realistic, you might tell yourself like, "Nah, there's no way I'm gonna take this L." That's true. So I get how that could. I get where the notion comes from, but simultaneously, let's call it what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's call it operating in faith. Right. Yeah. But I guess for people that aren't Christian, what, like, what is faith to them? Delusion. <laughs> 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 exactly so i get it but um i think that's why we have to do a better job at like talking to people about mm-hmm. about jesus because yeah i'd be wondering and i've had this conversation with a few people recently like what are people holding on to when the world is as crazy as it is like that's true what are you leaning on because this world is ridiculous Mm -hmm. i think it's the things they possess really because i think most people who are you know you know who aren't who are not christians who don't necessarily have a faith and are following god Mm -hmm. they find their meaning in the things that they have but Mm -hmm. and if you've never lost that then you won't feel it you won't feel like you need god or you won't feel like you need a higher power because you have money you have the love of your life you have your children you have the career you want you have everything you have the influence Mm -hmm. like if everything was taken away from you what would you have most people may not experience that in life yeah to even you know for them to not even think about this higher power of god that may Mm -hmm. exist and i pray they don't but you know they don't have to lose it all like Job to like to realize, <laughs> right? But just come to the understanding. Yeah, and that's interesting mm-hmm. that you say that because this one guy. This might be a little off topic, but mm-hmm. <laughs> this one guy in my class, uh, he was saying that he's he used to be a Christian, but mm-hmm. now he's an atheist. And he was saying that um, the story of Job is one thing that turned him away. Wow. Right, and I was like, hmm, that's interesting. In the moment, I was just trying to listen. I wasn't even trying to evangelize to him. Um, and I didn't even know what to say, honestly. <laughs> we were doing an assignment. I was like, boy, please, I don't feel like... <laughs> but he knew I was a Christian, so I was just like, okay, go ahead, explain. So I was just thinking about it, and um, I think he was just missing the, the lesson there that, like, um, God isn't... He's God is, like, God reigns supreme. Like, the devil can do what he wants to do. Yeah. But there's nothing... Um, 
there's nothing that's gonna happen to you that God like how do I can't like control. That? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like and the things that you own, like the riches, the the clothes, the yeah. money, whatever. Like it doesn't mean anything if you don't have God essentially. Mm-hmm. Like if imagine if all that was happening to Job and he didn't have God, right? Yeah, he wouldn't even have can bounce back from that. Yeah, God yeah, ended yeah, up blessing true. him double fold what he lost. Um, and he wouldn't even have anything to hold on to. It was even his wife that was telling him to curse God oh, and yeah. die. Right. But he didn't do that. If he didn't have God, he wouldn't have survived that situation. Um, so I was just thinking about that. But some people have all these riches and all these things and realize like, nah, something's missing. Um, mm. it's, sometimes it's not enough. Like you hear That's about true. famous people uh, committing suicide mm-hmm. and they're That's super true. successful. They have everything you could think that would make them satisfied in life but um you don't have that relationship with your creator like that connection isn't there and even though some may not know that's what they're looking for um they don't have it so just making sure we're doing our part to preach the gospel to people so that they know that faith is an option for one like and it's the best one (laughs) (laughs) so yeah that was a tangent but (laughs) No, I like that. Yeah. I feel like there's a whole bunch of stuff I was thinking for, but then I just like forgot. Oh, but one of them was basically even with possessions, I think sometimes it's so hard for people to surrender what they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Not even realizing that God has the ability to give you that and more. Right. Right. There's a Bible verse about that. I think the rich man was asking Christ, like, God, like, what do I need to do to enter? Oh, yeah, yeah, enter King of Heaven. He's like, give away all your yes, possessions. All your things. Yeah, yeah, and he was just like, what? He was so disappointed. He left. He didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> but and then God was like, and I tell you, like, surely a poor person would enter the kingdom before like a rich. Oh person. yeah, yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Paraphrasing y'all, I don't know. Yeah, but yeah, y'all get the verse. Read the right, verse. <laughs> something like that. Like, yeah, because once you start having a lot. Of mm-hmm. assets your mind gets clouded like your judgment changes yeah, yeah, and you don't feel true. like you need god the way that you mm-hmm. you do yeah. um that's good you mentioned something about when the devil i'm guessing the point of the reason why he didn't he straight away with the job chapter mm-hmm. was that how did he feel like god basically allowed the devil to do that yeah he was like how could mm-hmm. god let this happen to him like, yeah mm-hmm. how basically god has like when people say god's a sovereign god like he has sovereignty even over demons and like the devil right like it was um i think my pastor said this once like you like the dev the devil attacks you either because god allowed it or god's not in it basically you allowed you did something within your life that allowed the devil to just enter because god's hand wasn't protecting it Mm -hmm. so it's either because of you or because god allowed it because god needs to test you in order to trust you Mm -hmm. so it's like part of the reason god god tests us with the devil or puts you know while we go through suffering trials and tribulations Mm -hmm. isn't only for us to become stronger but for us to grow even in our faith like we're talking discussing now right and i think that was kind of one of the reasons why the devil wanted to go after Job because he was god was so pleased with him he was like this is um my son like i know like there's nothing he would do to right. betray me or go against mm-hmm. me and the devil was like oh let me try let me try him <laughs> and he didn't <laughs> succeed 
He didn't succeed. So, yeah. The thing is, God didn't promise us a life without, like, free from mm-hmm. harm or free That's from danger true. or illness. Or, like, we're still susceptible to all those things. We're just his children and that's what separates us from everyone else so in terms of the provision after after the storm or after the i don't know that's when somebody steals from you or mm-hmm. somebody passes away like yeah. getting through those things what do you lean and that's that's kind of going back to my point like what do you what are you resting in when things bad things do happen yeah but um, peace do you have peace yeah Cause they're gonna happen. Well, the they weapons are, going, are gonna form. <laughs> it is. It is. Whether it, it falls on the just and the unjust alike. Yeah. Like, and whether you cause it yourself through sin, you allow the devil to enter your life. Yeah. Or whether God wants to um, test your faith. Um, you're gonna be challenged. So, what's keeping you steady? Yeah, and that rem- that goes into the question I had with like being real is there like can you be realistic while still operating in faith Mm -hmm. because i feel like delusion will tell me oh like i'm not gonna go through trials and troubles like (laughs) like what are you talking about like that's the delusion i feel like that's the what people are in a way insinuating like trials and tribulations bad things happening to me i don't believe that so it's not gonna happen to me right but i think that i think that's what makes it so different from faith because mm-hmm. faith also teaches us you know god's beyond logic but right. it also tells us that we are going to have troubles that we are going to have exactly. trials of suffering and waiting and just a lot you know mm-hmm. one of those waiting seasons it tells us you have to be realistic about that yeah so that's true it reminds me of this lesson we had in church look this guy was saying that um don't don't tell yourself like what you can't do or don't focus Mm. on what you what you're incapable of just focus on what you want to do so Mm. the example he gave me was like if you're skiing and you see the trees and you keep thinking like I'm gonna crash into the trees. I don't don't crash into the trees. I literally like, don't be crash thinking that when I'm skiing. He's like, no, just focus on souls. Focus on the snow. Like, just tell yourself, follow the snow, follow the snow, follow the snow. Because if you keep telling yourself, don't mm. crash into the trees, you're gonna crash into the trees. So, and that could be a example of like you creating like limitations in your head, um, and not intentionally. Like you're mm-hmm. really just trying to be careful. But yeah. when you keep focusing on what you don't want to happen, it inevitably ends up happening. Yep, that's true. Yeah. So I can date when people be like, like sometimes people grow up and like, oh, I don't want to marry my father. I don't want to marry my and that was somebody you know, just like them. Find yeah. someone just like them. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy how it works. Yeah. So really, it really is on like, what are you focusing on? What is your vocal point? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that's why. And I think that's why, like, even a bit of psychology, I think, with the delusion, it's like, even if you're not a believer, like, just based on what psychology has shown, when someone's focusing, like, when someone believes they can do something, Mm -hmm. when someone believes that they're able of attaining success in whatever area they want, Mm -hmm. they're able to do that because of where they're putting their mind towards. Exactly. They're not putting those limits on themselves like oh my gosh i can't do this i don't believe i'm gonna make it this far no they're telling themselves i'm gonna achieve i'm gonna be successful Mm -hmm. like 
I'm gonna get this money. <laughs> like that's what people are telling themselves. But once you yeah. start filling your head with doubts and worries and stuff, um, that prevents you from um, progressing. And that even with faith, that mm-hmm. that's even a faith thing. Like if you don't believe, it's not happening. Yeah. But God needs your little bit of faith to make sure that you get to where He wants you to go. Yeah. So. But I also have a question now. Why do you think? Well, I think we touched about this like already, but like, why do you think people will never call it what it is or give it like, talk about the biblical mm-hmm. reference to, you know, what they've come up with? Because right. delusion is not, you know, we all feel like it's rooted in what Christians and believers call faith. But why right. do you think people will never call it faith? Mm-hmm. I think just because of the circumstance of the world, like there's always going to be this disconnect um, or this veil where they have to they have to find an explanation for everything Mm -hmm. and when Christ is not um, at the center of their their understanding I guess um, it's nothing they think about is gonna involve him so Mm. that's their answer to (laughs) I guess trying to um, chase success and stuff Um, but also I think people just some people just don't know and they they're not gonna know until someone tells them right um yeah what do you think yeah i was thinking that too but i was thinking that i feel like there's also a side of people who understand and know it as faith but they rather say it as something that's anti-bible anti-god because if they would have to acknowledge that God is real, it would have to change everything about them. Mm. And a lot of people do say that um, or provide that as a reasoning like, oh, no, because if that's true, then, yeah, it shifts everything else. It shifts everything. <laughs> right. Because you can't just have life. faith in God. Yeah. You have to have a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> then you have to yeah. start acting like him, talking exactly. like him, walking like him. Yeah. Um, and actually putting living it like him literally so yeah it's not as easy as just okay Same. let me just have yeah. faith exactly. no nah. exactly. <laughs> because you can't have faith without believing in jesus christ and who is he what did he do for you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it doesn't stop there so that's that's a good point that is another reason why it's, it's never gonna there's always gonna be these counterfeit versions of things that god has for us but the world will call it something else all right so that was what we had on delusion and our next topic is about modesty switching gears a bit yep switching gears (laughs) yeah so just modesty in terms of men and women Mm -hmm. Um, right what you (laughs) wear um but also modesty isn't just about the clothes that you got on mm-hmm. um it can it also goes as far as like your character um are you humble are you super flashy mm. um i think it goes past our outfits but when we when we say modesty we automatically think of women and we automatically think of their outfits <laughs> um, yeah that's true yeah so what, what do you think yeah so, modesty for me it's interesting that you bring up humility because, um, and like flashiness, mm-hmm. because I would have never have put two and two like together, like modesty and like flashiness and showing off like 
luxury and because mm. we live in a culture where black girl luxury right? is everywhere yeah which is great which is wonderful mm-hmm. and i think um and i think there's also i guess modesty within that that needs to be talked about but i think it's it i feel like you can still be modest while still presenting luxury mm-hmm. but it's so easy to get into uh, not being modest when you're being flashy when you're right. doing the excess and stuff yeah but yes yeah, it falls under for me intention mm-hmm. like modesty and what i wear how mm-hmm. i present myself it falls under intention but then there's also a level of common sense <laughs> i think that happened that you have to have as a person yeah you know i agree and like of, it mm-hmm. just suits the like what you wear just suits the environment like mm. doctors are not gonna come to a hospital to do their work and not and not wear scrubs you right. know what i mean it doesn't yeah. make sense mm-hmm. i agree and i think like you said we just have to just ask yourself like where am i going mm-hmm. <laughs> where am i going who am i going to see um and what does the occasion call for like there's business casual for a reason mm-hmm. there's um, professional attire there's a black tie attire there's so many different types of attires we can put on but i think just asking yourself what is my goal like mm-hmm. and i don't think there's anything wrong with you wanting to look good yeah. or wanting to be cute or wanting to be handsome for fellas mm-hmm. but um <laughs> just think about like when you put something on um what are, what are your motives yeah how do i want to be represented yeah um and i think for me like i'm not comfortable like showing certain parts of myself anyways Mm. but one thing i would i do tell my friends is like if i i feel like if i had the body that i wanted that might be a different story yeah that i was gonna (laughs) say that too like like for me personally like i don't mind wearing a bikini a two-piece Mm-hmm. But it may not be like a small, like a whole thong bikini. Right. But I don't mind wearing a bikini. Yeah. But I'm also like, let me get comfortable with my skin completely. It has exactly. nothing to do with right. modesty, to, do with- to be honest. Yeah. Like, <laughs> more about how I feel. Exactly. And I was telling my friend that I was saying, like, sometimes it's not about me wanting to show myself, it's me wanting mm-hmm. to be comfortable in, in my skin. skin. Yeah. Because women true. in general, like, the issues they face with in terms of body image mm. um, and just coming to terms with the body that they have when they look in the mirror. And we're not talking about BBLs and <laughs> <laughs> tummy tucks and stuff. Like, I have a real body and right. sometimes I can be unhappy with it. That's true. But I'm going to go outside in this bathing suit anyways yep. because mm-hmm. I don't owe anybody a flat stomach. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. So sometimes it's really not even about the guys. Like, forget about y'all. Ain't nobody thinking about y'all all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. But um, as Christians, I mean, I guess it's something mm. we still we still have to consider. Right. Um, because we get into that whole not wanting someone to stumble or yeah. causing your brother or sister to fall or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just try to ask myself, what are my intentions? Like, if I put on an outfit, um, do I even feel comfortable in it? Mm. Um, and will I feel comfortable around other people in it? Because you know, sometimes you feel fine looking in the mirror, but yeah. when you get out, you feel like you're pulling down your skirt, right? You pulling up your shirt. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. yeah, just asking yourself um, things like that. Do you feel like some people take it too far with 
especially I want to talk about women like with feeling okay and great in our skin. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like some people take it too far with like? Yeah, I don't want to name a certain artist. Yeah, but, like, and with that journey of being comfortable with your skin, is it a personal one or is it one that everyone needs to know about? Mm. It can be personal. Everyone doesn't need to know because mm. it's not it's nobody's business, right. really. But um, I think there's levels to it. Like you don't have to expose so much of yourself. And then with that particular artist, I think people were saying like another issue people were raising is like, okay, at what point is it like you're unhealthy? I think it, it can go too far because just like yeah. body positivity and girls saying like, or what's that slut shaming? Um, mm. What was it called? The walk of shame? They had a name for it. Amber Rose was like leading something. You do you remember? No. They were basically trying to say like it shouldn't be called the walk of shame or oh, but the um, walk of shame that's usually like after a night after yeah, like a one night stand, stand, like you're walking home, you're going back. That goes for girls and guys though. People only make it seem like it's a girl thing or something. Yeah, girls. Oh, I forgot that it's like everyone, guy and girl. Yeah, that's like what I was getting at. I was getting at like sexual liberation. There we go. Oh, sexual liberation. (laughs) Yeah, like the world telling us like it's okay. Explore yourself. Mm, Go buy this. That's a whole other topic, Esther. (laughs) (laughs) It is, but but yeah, yeah, that's that. It's kind of similar. Like we can't, we can't just listen to what the world be saying all all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, sexual liberation. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it goes back to the our whole topic of like what the world sees as smart or what the world calls right. smart God calls stupid. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's just, it's so anti-Christ. Um, yeah, really. The world will tell you, um, you got to test drive the whip before you buy it. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's so crazy? I'm not sure. I'm going to say one of my sisters asked mm-hmm. me that question about period. It's so interesting because like I'm an older sister and I'm realizing, Aww. dang, I actually really had to give these people <laughs> advice, you know. That's so cute. But like she basically, she was basically saying like, oh, how am I going to wait till sex to have marriage? What if I have sex and he's not like, he's not satisfied right. And I was like... Girl, do you not know God, Holy Spirit is a teacher? <laughs> I was like, wait, what makes you think God's going to wait, make you wait for your purity and then for you to not enjoy right. sex? And then not have you enjoy it. Yeah. And I was like, there's so many ways. I feel like a lot of people use that as a little scapegoat to right. do it. Yes. But it's do. like, there's so, there's even science, people that major in sexology who major right. in this stuff. Sex for therapists. you to learn about yourself. Mm-hmm. Like. I, I don't think that's just a valid reason, but it's personally, not. it's but not. The Bible says sex is just, a gift from God. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna leave you hanging, girl. He no. got you for real. real. It may not be good the first time, or right? Not, but it's it's a growing per- process. That's why marriage is a thing where y'all grow together. Exactly. Like exactly. couples will tell you. I've heard couples say like their sex life when they first started versus now. Right. Completely it's completely different. different. And like y'all not supposed to stay the same. Yeah. And y'all have to learn each other. Mm-hmm. Learn what y'all like. Learn what y'all don't exactly. like. Exactly. What works for you. What positions work right. better. It like, makes it more fun that way. Anyway, exactly. if y'all if y'all marry and y'all already know like half of the stuff about each other, like it don't make it as interesting. Yeah. It's not that's as, just me. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a different experience when you and your partner get to have that exploration mm-hmm. um when y'all are supposed to for one and then just doing that together that's like another 
activity for y'all <laughs> <laughs> in marriage. Um, but marriage isn't um, isn't only about sex. That's another yeah. thing. That's another thing. So yeah, people be too silly. It's just trying to tell themselves <laughs> things so that they can do things without having like a guilty conscience or whatever. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah. You don't need a test job to whip before you buy it. <laughs> before you buy I remember, it. like, I used to even be like, well, what's like, if I already know I'm going to marry him, why don't, why do we why, why do wait? You have to wait? Like, mm-hmm. we already know we're going to get married. Mm-hmm. Like, what's the point of waiting? Yeah. Stuff? I get that too. But I think that's, I think patience is just a key thing in our faith. Like, not even just in terms of waiting for marriage, but it's so essential in like so many parts of our walk um and i think god really wants us to master like that self-control yeah um and yeah those fruits of the spirit are really important not just because if we could wait for that imagine what else we can we can wait for that god has for us and that's just the tip of the iceberg we don't even know all the things the things that has in store for us yeah when you mentioned self-control i was i was reading something today mm-hmm. proverbs five twenty three. he will die for a lack of self-control he will be lost because of his great foolishness mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of goes back to what i was talking about with the stephanie ike the ulcer call but mm-hmm. she yeah. was saying on the outro, but yeah self-control yeah. is really it's deep. Mm-hmm. It is. It is really deep. Um, and just to bring it back to being modest, like the definition of modesty is um, the quality of not being too proud or confident about yourself or your abilities, um, and then propriety in dress, speech, or conduct. And the synonyms were interesting to me: humility, being down to earth, meekness, and lowliness. Um, and I think sometimes we can forget like you said like modesty is also just a form of humility like yeah just humbling humbling yourself that's a form (laughs) of modesty and that goes that goes beyond outfits yeah um and that extends to men as well outfits extend to men as well because like we were saying (laughs) yes men love wearing tight pants to show their prints right guys (laughs) guys can be immodest as well like they do things they know what they be doing Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, but also, who are you? Like, what is your character like? Um, when you step out, mm-hmm. when you step outside, are, is your goal to portray yourself in a certain light, or mm. are you are you humble? Right. Um, that's yeah. A, yeah that's I think that. why modesty, because I think so many people constitute modesty with clothes. Why? Which is why. They put so much of it on women, but mm-hmm. I feel like with men, a lot of things that I feel like men in our culture aren't as modest about, which may not be as much clothes, but it could be money, mm-hmm. their careers, their status. Right. Yes. Like stuff like that. Yeah. Modesty Especially. falls under, which mm-hmm. many people don't constitute them together. Yeah, exactly. Romans 12, verse 2 says, do not conform to the pattern of this world but be transformed by the renewing of your mind then you'll be able to test and approve what god's will is his good pleasing and perfect will so the more we're able to um, abide by our faith and do what god has called us to do the more we'll be able to also tell ourselves or um hear his will and see like 
okay this is something i should be doing this is something i shouldn't be doing mm. um it reminds me of that verse also that's like everything is you say everything is good but not everything is beneficial yeah something like that or everything is permissible but not everything is beneficial something like something, that. <laughs> something like that um but yeah basically we don't have to do everything that we see um because not everything even though it may not be a sin that doesn't mean like it's something we need to yeah dive into mm-hmm. also like we were saying personal conviction like if yeah. you feel like it's something you shouldn't be doing then don't do it mm. um but also yeah don't i would say don't compare yourself because some people that are Christians do things, and that doesn't mean it's okay for you to do it too. Mm, yeah, I definitely <laughs> fall into that. I'm like, oh, she's Christian, but she did it. That means that's right. That's that that too. That I guess it's too. cool to do stuff right. like that. I definitely have done that plenty of times. <laughs> exactly. With people who are um, so, do what works for you. What you're comfortable with. What you feel like God is convicting you on. Abide by that conviction too. Um, but yeah. Yes. Just ask yourself, what are your intentions? If you're putting something on and it's like, mm, yeah, the booty is going to be poking today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to have some heads turning today. Like, <laughs> 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 Then maybe not. <laughs> but if it's just confidence or yeah, like, oh, it looks so cute. You know. Like, oh, this, yes, this is a nice outfit. Okay, that's fine. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. Well, that's our story. We're sticking to it. (laughs) All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Um, We will see you guys soon. Bye, guys. Have an awesome week. Bye.